Welcome back to Witty Banter, episode number 173. I am your host, Max. With me today, he's the owner of a stinky fridge. It's Hunter Dorset. <laughs> How are you doing, Hunter? That's definitely become your jingle, dude. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a problem. Des- that what can't did you be do quelled. when you cleaned it? <laughs> yeah, well, huh? Describe yeah. the cleaning that you've done twice now. Like how deep are we talking? So we took all of the food out of the fridge. <laughs> it's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. We like took you know um, washcloths and bleach, like Clorox nice. wipes and shit. Right. And yeah. then we got like those. Those uh, smell deodorizer baking yeah. or arm and hammer shit, and we put one in the freezer and one in the refrigerator. There you go. So that's, that's terrifying cleaning. because that probably means there's like something dead underneath yeah. your fridge. I'm not like, gonna lie to you, dude. That's 100% what that means. Yeah, but it doesn't happen until you open the door. Ooh, that oh, is weird, man. You got yourself a fridge ghost for sure. <laughs> yeah. oh, Acid man. girl in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, she finally found you, dude. Uh, also with us today, because we are now back in full force, all three of us, a man who's finally wearing pants to one of the recordings. Hey, dude, <laughs> it's God. a little cooler out now. Thank you so much for treating us to such luxury <laughs> today. Look, oh. you know how this production goes, man. It's a hard-hitting kind yeah. of studio vibe and... Of can't course, always make, can't always get pants yeah, on. Yeah, no, I understand. You live a hectic life. Sometimes you got to prioritize things over others. Sometimes it's shirts over pants, right? Good. I'm glad you get so, it. Yeah, no, I definitely understand. Well, I see but you're like doing. I, you're doubling up on collars. You got to button up underneath a sweater. That's. I know. You're going for that professorly look these days. I, I think you ventured so. into I, like the menswear <laughs> side of Target instead of like the Massimo <laughs> and graphic tees. I, yeah, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Fucking graphic tee. Oh man. <laughs> No, yeah, no, this is like, the, I have a collared shirt underneath this one shirt that I normally I zip all the way up, so I have a cool little collar neck, but it's just too stuffy with both the collars in there, so yeah. now I gotta wear but it that's what you wanted, that's about. the statement, man. A puffy neck? A puffy collar? No one wants a puffy, puffy neck, neck, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Not me. Uh, but this is, again, episode number 173 of Witty Banter. Thank you so much, gentlemen, Glad for to have joining me today. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. We're going to keep it lighthearted. Nice yeah, and I like personal. our agenda that we got coming up. We got a chill-ass agenda, for sure. <laughs> right. It's kind of spooky. There's only one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> spooky. Uh, but we do, you know, something to get into that chill mindset and chill vibe, you know, because I don't know about you guys, but I suffer from crippling anxiety, right? So I need a drink. So let's go ahead. Just drink tell it me away. What you, yeah, yeah, tell me what we're gonna get. The the responsible. Drinking. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. You babies out Resolution. there. Resolution. They don't understand. Oh, you babies. Put another band-aid on it. Drink your yet. problems away. They have no idea. Um, so we are drinking the Storm Crusher from Amagang Brewery. Or uh, yeah, out of uh, Cooperstown. And it is a Belgian style quadrupale. <laughs> I said quadrupale. Like <laughs> Belgian be style quadrupale. Quadrupel ale brewed with blueberries and coffee. But the thing that was weird about it was when mm. I was pouring it out, mm. it is strikingly red. Oh, yeah. There's like a lot of red on it. And it's like blueberry juice. It's kind of got this like 70s style font design and graphic design on it. Mm-hmm. And on the very end of the graphic, there is a very tall devil yes. uh, silhouette holding hands with a, with a shorter angel. So, pretty cool. Like I think they use that, that imagery short. on other cans too. 
Or maybe I've just seen that one. Uh, yeah, Oma Gang tends to, you know... Use maybe I just seek out that imagery in all things. Yeah, because you're so fucking brutal and metal. Like this blueberry <laughs> beer we're about <laughs> to try. Brutal and metal. For sure. No, absolutely, of course. <laughs> blueberry, the most metal fruit. Absolutely, for sure. <laughs> high in antioxidants, but also <laughs> high in rock. Uh, so Chase, yeah. you're a metal guy. Of so course. You're slurping on something a little bit more dense over there. What you got going? So... Sometimes when you're playing New Game Plus for a game yeah. that you love and you've gone through it like two or three times at this point or whatever, your dude's really heavily leveled and then they drop DLC and you're like, right. well, I got to play the new stuff, but I'm also really powerful and everything else is going to be really powerful too. Do I start a new character or do I just go into it? I'm walking into the Whistle Pig uh, 100% straight rye whiskey and it's at 100 proof. So it's a big dude. <laughs> and I'm s- I it's found the boss. Yeah. I found that there's a couple um, whiskeys and bourbons that I missed on my first time through. This being one of them, and this is one of like Darian's favorites. I just asked her about it for information on the show, and she just rattled off like literally a whole note card worth of shit. <laughs> Boom! Awesome. Give you an essay. So it like is the head distiller is a guy named Dave Pickerall, and apparently his last work is that he did the blending for Metallica's new whiskey. So, wow. one, oh, this guy cool. already makes good whiskey, but two, now he's applying that to heavy metal and making, like, a dope <laughs> whiskey for metal. Metallica. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, this is Whistle Pig's founding, uh, like, recipe, which I guess they source different ryes from different areas, much like in the same way that grapes change depending on location and water and all that. Mm. And... Um. Yeah. It it built a company for them. Like it's it was that successful. It's supposed to be delicious. So I'm excited for it. Whistle pig. Whistle pig sounds. It reminds me of whiz pig. What's whiz pig? Mm. Dude, whiz pig's uh, a fucking sick throwback, man. That's some OG (laughs) trivia. Like, I I hope to one day be talking with a gamer, you know, and be like, and somehow have whiz pig come up, and both of us be on the same page. Be like, fucking right. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely two types of people in the world, and that was the the Mario Kart players and the yeah Donkey Kong or not Donkey Kong Diddy Kong, Diddy Kong, Kong racers. You're referring sure. to the sheep and the goat. That's for sure. <laughs> that's been separated always. <laughs> oh man. Well, this is already getting pretty brutal. Already getting pretty metal. So let's yeah. go ahead and switch things over before we get too crazy here. This is witty banter. Chase. Yeah. You've been gone for a while, right? Uh-huh. Six you were, days. You're slumming it out there, you know, doing some wild and crazy <laughs> things. You look, you have a glow about you. Oh, thank you. You look very different, right? You're de- you walked in with confidence. You had pants on. Chest was yeah, out. Pants were on. Right? Yeah. A lot of different things about you, man. So what, what happened? Um, which do you want to hear about first? Like, what do you guys <laughs> well, want to talk I was about? Just, yeah, what are you, you talking trip, about? What ha- went down? Look, I just want okay, to so yeah, I've been gone for six days because Darian and right. I went on a road trip. We drove 2,700 miles, and including California, we went Fuck. through six states. So oh we saw a lot of road, and then we stayed in Boulder and hung out with my good friends Dulce and Chris, and then I also got to meet up with Alex from OK Beast and his wife, uh, Kayla, and we had a really Fuck good time. Yeah. What? So there was a lot going on, but in the middle of all that, sandwiched, is I finally Mm -hmm. got engaged to the queen of love and beauty, Darian Female. I know you (laughs) guys are excited to talk about that as well. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. For sure. (laughs) I like that title. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fitting. The queen of love and beauty. Fitting, for sure. That's a Song and Ice and Fire reference. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Wait, is that... Who is that referring to? 
It's only in the books, you nerds. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> fucking clown. Oh, my gosh. I love it. It's great. Oh, but. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's amazing, dude. Congratulations yeah, on that for sure. Cool. I know that we Thank had you. secret intel. Not like secret intel because we never really knew exactly what was going down. Mm-hmm. But you're always like nudging it, letting us know what holds in the future, giving us glimpses of the next yeah. book, if you will. Showing my know. hand. Had the exactly. cards up. Up to my like, chest. Is that a fucking peak. royal flush? I couldn't tell, but I got a glimpse of it. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> so congratulations, man. That's super awesome. And what a place Thanks. to do it, man, because it sounds like you had a really great time out there. Yeah, so I went camping for the first time, essentially. Like, Darian's a big camper, and so I was very much like, whatever you want to do on this trip, that's what we'll do, because I have, like, no valuable input as far as, like, where to go and all that shit. So we went to, we hiked uh, what's called the Maroon Bells in Colorado, which is just like very, a very high peak up in Aspen. And then we hiked in Arches National Park, which was in Utah. And that's where you get that like super red desert with those like almost Looney Tunes-esque style rock formations. Yeah. Um, And yeah, it was really my first time getting outdoors and doing hikes like that and doing a big road trip, man. And I fucking... Really enjoyed it. There were some ups and downs. Like I did a 13 hour drive between Colorado and the Grand Canyon because we stayed there first. And uh, holy shit, man, that was brutal. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. How was the Grand Canyon? So here's the thing. We got to the Grand Canyon like right as the sun was going down. So we didn't have time to like hike it or really see it. But even in like the 20 minutes that I got to stand in front of this thing, I feel like I got like I was filled up with what the fuck that thing was. And it is incredible it's impressive as shit dude yeah like you look out and from left to right all you see is this vast distance of like nine thousand feet below you hole in the ground and you're like (laughs) you can't believe how big it makes like the earth in front of you look because you've been driving on horizontal land for like eight straight hours and mm. you get a very limited view of like the horizon and sort of like what's around you. I don't know, man. Right. It was it was fucking bonkers. I'd highly recommend people like literally go even just to look at it for 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, man. That's that sounds Did you intense. see anybody there whenever I went to the Grand Canyon? There was motherfuckers like hanging off the ledge and like taking pictures like I don't Basically that, dude. at their death. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get that. You dude, overcome with beauty, man. You've never felt that way before? I'm like the guy that's like reticent to get within five feet of the Yeah, line. I shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I'll like lay down and <laughs> peek over the edge. Yeah. And I'm not even that afraid of <laughs> heights. Center I'm of just gravity like, as low to the ground as possible. Just, I acknowledge the risk. You, yeah, no, yeah, it's not about being afraid of heights. It's being afraid of death. <laughs> right. Right? That is pretty astounding. It's funny because like when you describe the Grand Canyon and what it is. Like you said, it's just like, it's a big hole, yeah. you know, but something like that huge, wide and gaping really, I'm sure it makes you feel like a lot smaller than you think. Cause you don't like, you know, you look at a horizon line and, uh, for some weird, weird reason, the flat earth curves over mm-hmm. for whatever right. reason. Right. And like, you think that like, because of that, you have that horizon line, but when you have a hole that's in front of you, that would like deplete the idea of the horizon line. Yeah. So then it's almost like you, you get see more farther horizon. into the future. Yeah, you get yeah. more horizon. Yeah, <laughs> it's your one time to get more horizon at the canyon. And that's like pretty wild thinking. Yeah. So that's 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 brutal. Yeah. But yeah, dude, the trip was great. I don't know if you guys want to talk about any camping trips of your own or like what 
because, you know, at the end of the day, all I did was lay down at some random plot of dirt and sleep in a tent. And I was like, okay, I'm a camper now. You know, well, that's what you <laughs> sent us. You were wondering what the difference is. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like if you drive up quote? in the RV and sleep in the RV, like where where's the line? You know, like when when does camping, camping start and non camping? It's, you know it's the I mean? same thing as like traveling to like another country, but like staying at the U.S. Hilton that's there and being yeah. like, yeah, I visited Puerto Rico. <laughs> it was beautiful from In the my pool. all included encompassing. <laughs> yeah, resort. exactly. Right. So. I would say that ideologically, the difference between camping and sleeping in a tent <laughs> yeah. is that if you're going to camp, typically you should be doing something else as well, whether it's gathering firewood, sleeping in a tent. Yeah, is one part of the camping hole. Yeah. You know? Okay. Gathering so firewood, maybe getting some water. Right. Even if it's just going out and yeah, doing a hike and looking at stuff. But here's the thing. Yeah. I agree with that. But where <laughs> I started to break my own shit down was like, but if kids wanted to camp and they slept outside in a tent for them, I would say that's camping for me. That's not camping, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> maybe what's it's that air line? danger, dude. I don't know. How out, how at risk you are for your own survival? How about that? You think so? So I you mean, think that there needs you, to there be needs some to be sort of survival esque factor at play? Some sort of risk, like if the RV breaks down, or there's a, you know, there's a, I don't know, like you gotta be. <laughs> Once the RV breaks down, now Whoop, you're camping. We did it, guys. <laughs> We're officially camping. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I hate. Camping. You like slash the tires. We're here, kids. Yeah, we did it. We're officially stuck. We're campers now. Oh man. That's funny, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. But but did you enjoy like the camping experience as a whole? Yeah, I did, dude. We had like a small little tent that basically was a more than enough room for what we needed to sleep uh, like next to each other. And it kept us warm because we had all these like we had something to put on top of it. It rained through the night at the Grand Canyon. And so wow. you're like in this little pod and oh, just hearing cool. like tons of rain you're like i am in the thick of nature you're like <laughs> you're real. feeling it you know so did yeah, you do a, any uh food stuff like pop like kettle popcorn or no uh, because we were so like the way our schedule was it was more like we brought food that we pre-made before leaving and just sort of like opened up a cooler chilled out and ate you know so like pringles and <laughs> for the road baby just like the pilgrims did baby yeah just like those pilgrims just like the pilgrims the pilgrim pringles the pilgrim pringles that's his on the front right as a pilgrim <laughs> maybe not but that that's sounds cool, like a lot of fun man. yeah i'm jealous i, I haven't really done something like that maybe ever i have never done that for sure there's no maybe at all yeah. i've never camped mine have been very life. short-lived and it was basically just <laughs> i did ask a question last week i was like where would you guys like to travel in the united states and max was like well i wouldn't so that's probably my <laughs> wait, wait, i was whoa, like damn whoa. all right well or he said travel travel in the united states. whoa 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 is that what i said i don't remember that exactly but he uh, just said he didn't know Yes, thank he you, Hunter. He was research. here. He could read my facial expressions. <laughs> um, I think the closest I've ever been to camping was we had like a, a trampoline outside and we could yeah. put a tent on the top of it. Yeah. yeah so that was tight, right? Yeah. That's a rip roaring. Yeah, that is a, a trampoline plus. There's camping. a lot of horseplay going around. <laughs> yeah, because you have a ceiling now, man. And it's, it my dad, can't jump too crazy. My dad took me to this like <laughs> jump kind just of a little bit. pond yeah. thing to go fishing. And that's where he told me about the birds and the bees. And oh, we camped wow. out there. <laughs> You're like, I'm literally stuck here. This is, I cannot escape. Hey, man, I can't think of a better time to be like, well, now that we got some time. <laughs> You're probably bored. Okay, Hunter, <laughs> I'm going to leave you like here. 
And if I don't see you in eight hours, you're not my son anymore. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's cool, man. I'm glad you had a good time. Glad yeah, you had man. a good outcome from your from your question that you dropped. Sure. You know what they say. When you're making permanent decisions, make as many of them as you can, as fast as you can. So get the tattoo done, then do the engagement. Just keep it rolling, you know? There we go. Yeah, what's left now? I mean, you've already made some of the most permanent ones, but right. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. He cut off his own hand or something. Well, we didn't do anything camping-wise, but we did do something video game-wise. And by we, I mean oh, only yeah. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so Hunter played a new video game. So this, uh, this, like a this good friend echo. of mine, mm-hmm. who was also camping, right. decided to be a gentleman and provide me a PlayStation code to buy the Spider-Man game. So I got the Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. and I just binged it. I don't yeah, know why, man, you, you but I just had you. some time, and I just went through, and I fucking knocked it out. I couldn't tell if you were <clears> actually... Online or not? Because there would definitely be some late nights where I'd come home late from work. Mm-hmm. It was like past midnight, yeah. And I'd see you me. online. You were online still. <laughs> yeah. Damn, it was a work night. You crazy I'm a crazy, man. crazy boy. That's pretty well, dude, wild. When you told me that, or when you when we were talking before the show, and you said I finished Spider Man, I can talk about it. I was instantly in my head. I was like, God, he finished it already. But that was the same reaction I had when the game initially released as well. And it hmm. seems that the game is mildly short. Yeah, I mean, I was actually pretty deliberate in going through, but I played a lot. I mean, I I put a good amount of hours into it. I'd say I put at least 30 hours into it. Nice. That's pretty damn good, yeah. That's a long long enough game, for sure. So, um, this is what I have to say. So, Uh the story of this game was surprisingly good. Yeah. So, the cutscenes... Yeah. Like, the cutscenes and stuff were realistic uh, as far as visually, right? So, like, people look like people. Their mouths move like people. So, you're like, okay, I'm not being held back from a visual aspect of, like, the things that are driving the story. Um, the way that, the, that it was set up was you're Peter Parker, and it's, like, six months after you've broken up with Mary... Or Mary Jane broke up with you. Ouch. Okay. And you have, like... Womp, womp. Rhinoceros, uh, uh, the Vulture, and Scorpion, and Shocker, and you've put them all in jail already. So you're a veteran. You've already knocked all these dudes out. Right. You're on you top start of the food chain. You start the game out going against Kingpin, and that's kind of like your small tutorial to like kind yeah, of okay. overcome Kingpin and put him in jail. Right. After you put Kingpin in jail, um, you sort of. I guess Kingpin is like the mob boss who's keeping the city kind of intact and under his control. And after he's in jail, uh, a lot more sort of crazier shit starts happening because the the vice on the evil or whatever is it kind of right. At, the guy who was keeping the underground under control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They let loose. So yeah, so you have um, yeah, you have all this other stuff going on, and eventually there's like a prison break, and all the other villains come out. And at the very end of the game, you get to fight like all of the villains, including Electro, including Rhinoceros, including Vulture. Sweet. Um, mm. Throwdown. Except it was weird because throughout the whole fucking thing, there's Oscorp, there's Norman Osborn, and I'm like, all right, Green Goblin's going to yeah. fucking end the game. And he just doesn't come up. Like, he wow. never has Green Goblin. Um, I'm thinking there's got to be some DLC. You got to leave something. See, I mean, at least for DLC or the next game or something. Yeah. Because they like have to put in the fact that Oscorp is in the world, but any reference to him is automatically building anticipation that the Green Goblin could come out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like, as far as the story goes, there's like a lot of sort of like flirty tension with Mary Jane the whole time because like you're not together, but she's like she's a lot more of an active part in the story, and you actually play as her sometimes. Oh, so cool. you're like sneaking around, and like she's a reporter for the Daily Bugle, and she's nice. like going around and like trying to figure stuff out. Uh, and y'all actually like tag team to do stuff together. Um, and then you also get to play as Miles Morales. Oh, that's cool. The new Spider-Man. Yeah, and so they like introduce how he is kind of uh, in, like going well, to be eventually the next take Spider-Man. up the mantle. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like um, that. Eventually, spoiler for everybody out there that's going to play the game. Uh oh, Aunt May dies. What? Yeah, Sally Field. Aunt May in the... In, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. That was a joke that just was real... With, with the Tobey Maguire version of it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she dies. And it was kind of like, oh, fuck. And they like... I guess like the way they... Cinema, uh, the cinematography of it, it's actually pretty well done. I was like, okay, well, fuck. This is kind of in- shitty and intense. Um, yeah. It's pretty permanent for a superhero movie. Yeah, I just yeah, like yeah. the gameplay, dude. Show. Was it fun to be Spider-Man and like kick ass, or did you find that you really didn't need to change your combat around the situations that much? Um, so the thing that was unexpected about the gameplay and, and the the fighting in particular was the use of gadgets. So you have a shit ton of gadgets that you use. Um, you have like little spider bots that shoot people. You have like um, these little um you have like concussive air blasts that blast people away you have this thing that basically creates like a anti-gravity warp zone uh there's all this stuff that's like fuck like <laughs> this is an intense fu- fucking spider this is better than your power yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and your so power is now that you make gadgets <laughs> and the way that those things are developed <laughs> is like you, peter peter uh parker is working with dr octavius to create all these like um, you know uh, prosthetics and stuff, and you're like learning about all these different types of materials and stuff, and you have to do puzzles and unlock materials, and that gives you access to new gadgets and stuff. Um, but yeah, all these different gadgets kind of make gameplay a little bit easier because instead of just having to fight people, you can just like kind of tied them over with a gadget or something and then go and move on to other people. But is that yeah. satisfying gameplay wise or does it? It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's, but it's kind of hard. I guess it's like if you lean too much into the gadgets, it gets a little too easy, I think. Right. But like, I, I think the fighting is pretty cool. There's not like, there's maybe like four or five different variables to it. Like dodging is a huge part of it. So like everybody has guns and they're just trying to shoot you the whole time. So if you want, you could just like, spam dodge and no one can hit you I but hate that <laughs> Uh-oh. but That's okay, though. but i mean if you're gonna do damage like you're gonna you're you're not just gonna be able to spam dodge the whole time yeah you're spider-man he yeah. should be able to dodge bullets the whole time right <laughs> yes, but well, the fighting looks cool hold my like, tongue. you can do some pretty cool shit like you have uh finishers that like you basically will punch and beat people and that gives you a bar that's called your focus bar and once your focus bar fills up to a certain extent, you can do finishers. That's like an automatic KO against a normal enemy. And um, those are cool. And it's not too difficult. Like, I, I, you can pretty much just spam attack and do some dodging and jump around and stuff. So it's not too complicated. I didn't play on, like, hard mode. Yeah. <coughs> but... Um, you know, I, it was satisfying for me. I didn't want it to be too much more complex than it was. As far as like 
navigate. I mean, like half of the Spider-Man games are just navigation around the city by like web slinging and fucking all that stuff. That was actually really satisfying. Um, when I compare it to like the Spider-Man game that was like PS2 that first came out. Yeah. Um, you would in that game, you would literally just like swing against the sky. Like you were just throwing your web. Right. The into locomotion the sky. was always going no matter where you were <clears throat> in the world. Right. Whereas this one's like a lot more like you have to time your webs. Yeah. Like to relative to what city or building you're next to oh, or that's whatever. Cool. Um, but it was pretty cool, man. Like once you got good at navigation, then you could go like four kilometers across the map in like a minute or two. But you're just like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds <laughs> like fun. I, and I heard and like they yeah. incorporated some sort of very elementary like trick system where you could kind of do some spins and flips and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. that sounds dope. Like if they added a Tony Hawk kind of intensity to <laughs> adding style to the web swinging and made it matter somehow in the game's systems, I feel like that'd be super fucking cool. I don't think that they elaborated on, on it as much as they could. It was basically like a, a perk where um, once you unlock this ability, you can uh, press a, a button combination while you're falling and do yeah. like a forward spin, a back spin, or like side uh, spins. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would give you like focus bar, uh, meter or whatever. And it would also give you like a little, like one experience point or something. Um, <laughs> Bing. so that's nice. But if, if I agree, like I, I kind of thought that you'd be able to upgrade the tricks you could do. Yeah. But they never really did that. So hey, again, man, maybe in the sequel, DLC dude. idea. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say room to grow. Yeah. <laughs> Limited good, scope man. because like people a- have to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool if there was like a multiplayer like Spider-Man trick off or yeah. something like that. That'd be fucking sweet. I could get behind that. Yeah, for but sure. it was cool, man. I mean, the whole story with like Doctor Octavius ended up kind of being the ultimate villain, and um, he was pretty kick-ass. Well, look, I mean, you were talking last episode about the momentum you're having slamming through video games, which I think is fucking awesome, Hunter. And yeah. it's time to get to God of War from this year. I think yeah, we're I all it. waiting on bated breath at this point for you to play it. I know. I am. <laughs> yeah. But okay, I'm happy man. you like Spider-Man, dude. Yeah, no, I'm. It was it was great. I enjoyed it. It was like a very. It's probably the best superhero game I played. Wow, I haven't you played. Play that. Have you played uh, the Batman games? I haven't played like Arkham Knight or or Arkham, to try. whatever. Yeah, but this was just like a very good, solid high five video yeah. game. Good Which story, is kind of what you would expect fun. Spider-Man to give you. You yeah, know, walk right? down the street yeah. and give by. It was very humorous, Man. very self-aware, but a good story and fun to play. So but grounded. There you go. Very nice. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> I love this segue. I'm waiting for this one. Yeah. <laughs> Does this sound fun to you? Okay. Robot sexual brothels. Well, for me. For you, particular, <laughs> you in particular. I'm going to say that doesn't sound That fun. does not sound really? fun. Really? A bunch of Are silicon boobies out? Bro. I mean, come on. Robots? What more do you need? You can position them any way you want. <laughs> yeah. They'll do anything, You can turn them man. upside down. For sure. Yeah. Um, you can turn Max is trying up. to segue into this right. article that I found. Thank you for finishing it for or, me. And so basically. I it's going to be finishing here. Mm-mm. There was a, an article on CNBC that came out October 4th that says, Proposed sex robot brothel blocked by Houston government. We are not Sin City. Ooh. Wow. They hate Don't look at our books, murder apparently. rates. Holy cow. <laughs> Check our out human our stance yeah, on robot really, brothels. 
It's horrible. <laughs> it's not funny. No, no. It's yeah, funny, it is. But also, yeah, like, it is. It is funny. Um, so what yeah. do we look like to you? <laughs> Houston. <laughs> this is Screwston, baby. Yeah, baby. So the article starts <laughs> with. <laughs> is there anything else? Or can I go back to my scissor? <laughs> The city council of Houston, Texas, unanimously passed an updated ordinance Wednesday that effectively blocks a proposed quote-unquote sex (laughs) robot brothel from opening. And it was basically coming from a Canadian company um, that operates an adult love dolls rent before you buy service. Um, Try them out. Maybe you want a different model. Maybe you like this one, but you want to make some tweaks. So this one's interesting because, okay, I think we're all going to start on the same point. Which is making fun of the idea, which is fun. But I like that there's the action of it being blocked and that we can discuss that. And I think this is one of those things where I think it's the right conclusion but the way that it's being brought, wrote, written about and the way that people are petitioning it are for the wrong reasons. Wait, so the right conclusion is in you agree that it should be blocked. I agree that an aspect of it should be blocked. Okay. Yes. So, there's so, it, says, <laughs> so it says, um, prior to the council's Wednesday vote, locals had ex- organized to express their concerns. A petition speaking out against the business gained more than 10,000 signatures. Now, this is what I don't like. Are these quotes from people that were petitioning? A pastor said, a business like this would destroy homes, families, finances of our neighbors, and cause major community uproars in the city. Sounds like a religious answer. Somebody said, as a woman, I'm concerned and horrified to see where our society is taking us. Okay. Um, More moral panic. One council member said he planned to record the business's patrons entering the building and shame them online. I know there's some people that will sit there and say, what does the city of Houston have to do with any of this? And the answer is, we're not getting into your bedroom, but don't bring it into our district. Don't bring it into our city. This is not a good business for our city. We are not Sin City. And so basically the regulation got, it went through, but under the new regulation, a, a business could still sell the sex robots. They're just not allowed to like go in and have sex with it at this at this location. Right. Like as a rental or try before you buy fucking service. (laughs) Um, So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I think we're all again, like starting with the right conclusion, right? Like I don't think anyone's, what do you mean? We hold on. What, what is the, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't speak for us. This is what I'm going to say. I I don't think, I think most people would advocate that a sex robot brothel being blocked isn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Right. That's right. That's fine. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Fair statement. And and they're not even like, blocking. that's a bartering chip. You know, that's like, yeah. look, <laughs> close down the brothel and we'll do this for you. You know, like, okay. I can see that. But, but what I'm talking about is like the, the, the reasons why. So what right. are the reasons why? And I think those are kind of hard to really nail down. Like, really good solid reasons why we're saying this is this is those, not good because yeah, all those quotes were like morally based yeah yeah and this is a business you know and if there's a sure. demand there then like what the fuck yeah one of the most unmoral things in the world i'll can give be a you a from the hip response Ooh, i think I that it. if they Zinger. were trying to do a sex doll brothel i wouldn't go but i would support the right to do that in the same way that 
honestly, it's probably better for everybody involved, and I believe this, that if prostitution was legal and people could come out of the shadows and probably live a much better, healthier, cleaner life. That being said, honestly, in a political standpoint, I would almost be like, no, you can't open the sex doll brothel because we're going to open up. Like, I would rather push for the prostitution to be legal first and have that come second, you know, because right. it's like, look, you like this is fucked up. Why can you have sex with a doll? But like these people who, you know, are trying to do what they want to do in like the right way can't. Well, I think what was weird to me, I, I briefly spoke about it with with Mandy before the show and, and something that came up was like. You know, kind of why is what is the dividing line that makes the whole doll thing so bad? Like if you take a dildo or if you take a, a, right. a fleshlight or whatever, right? Just that by itself isn't something that's just preposterous or it's like funny. sinful, right? It's hilarious, or, but you know, but but if you attach a body to it, mm. an inanimate body to it, can't do that. Then it's like this weird. You've crossed the line. Per, yeah, you're crossing a line. So I'm, what I'm wondering is like, what makes that for us, so weird. The, the way I was trying to say it was like, I think the projection of the idea that like this is reality and that this is something that like, you're, you're basically saying like, oh, this inanimate object is like a sexual being or something and like it's not real, but you're kind of like making it real and you're projecting human humanity into it somehow, but yeah. it's not real. I don't know. I just, I just don't really know what the fine line is. Well, I mean, I think it's the idea to where, like, if you are masturbating alone, mm-hmm. you're masturbating. Yeah. If you are using a device to masturbate, you're still pretty much masturbating. Yes. Right. But then if you start making it into a doll or something to mimic, you start, it becomes not masturbating as much as it is, like, mimicking sexual activity with somebody else. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people would use a doll or something like that because that's what they're trying to obtain more so than just getting off. But what's but what is the act like the the hard mass? What's the hard line of the difference? You know, I'm gonna. I don't think there is a hard line, Hunter. Yeah, I think that there's a gray area, yeah, a big one <laughs> between a person and you just jerking it, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I mean, I like look. I I agree with with Chase on the idea that it's. I support the right to be able to open one. I mean, like. You have strip clubs and things like that where people are getting as close to the idea that we shame publicly as a society as possible. Yeah. And while not everybody's going to come out and be like, oh, I love strip clubs and I support them. Yeah. Right. We're, they're still socially accepted yeah. as like a part right. of life. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So to put something like this where I think like takes the idea of dehumanizing or like, I mean, and I use that as a quote from somebody else, dehumanizing a woman or something like, mm-hmm. or like projecting or objectifying a woman in a way that's disrespectful. Right. Mm-hmm. Again, other people's words, you know? Yeah. And then making it into something that is not and doesn't have like a soul or it's not like a person or something. I don't see that as being a bad thing. Obviously, there's like the slippery slope of the idea that where we don't ever need another person. Right. Yeah. And that's but and that's, that's the so ideological the discussion of it. You know, right. like that's where things get theoretical. And that's not where I think the practical discussion lies, you know, but I think a lot of people take it to that, those ideological boundaries uh, in the same way that we saw in those quotes of like, all right, well, this is the beginning of everything burning in flames, you know. Right. And it's like we like Hunter was saying at the outset, there's more nuance to it. Yeah. I think you said an interesting point, though, that it's something where you don't need another person in order to like get that satisfaction. And there's something, there is an inherent value in needing to interact with 
other humans in order to be able to either, you know, have certain satisfactions or whatever in society. So it's like, you almost wonder if this is truly just a moral play. If there's nothing about hard math about it at all, if there is no bright line, it's just truly moral virtue signaling. Because I can't really think of, there really is, from an actuarial perspective, like it just seems exactly the same. But it's something along the lines of like, we don't, we want people to still be around and interact with people (laughs) at some some extent. So I don't know, I just thought it was interesting because they, you know, they're still allowing them to have the ability to sell it. And they're like, we're not going into your bedroom, but don't do that here. (laughs) Right. You know, so... I don't know. So hold up. This is like actual robots here. Like, are we? Is there I don't some, think it's robots there be as much as it's just like mechanical dolls. mechanical dolls. So you're not like greeted by a robo mistress. <laughs> I don't think because so. that was a big selling point for me for supporting. Yeah. If it's like uh, has Boston Dynamics partnered with, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. They're the like, sound system is very cool. <laughs> Would you like me to play your favorite song? <laughs> Fucking I can tired. do a backflip. Yeah, oh man. So uh well thanks for indulging me on that silly topic. Thank you for indulging us yeah. on the silly topic for sure. Um but enough silliness, all right. Let's get fucking serious, okay? Let's take okay. a break. Okay, okay. Review some beers, seriously, review some whiskeys, seriously. Okay. And then get back to a funny, hilarious game. All right, beta pop pop pop. If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Welcome back to the Witty Banter Show, the second half. All right, Hunter, how do you feel about this blueberry coffee monstrosity? It's it's kind of strange, man. It is a little strange. Uh, yeah, the blueberry definitely. I taste it. Um, and you know, it's a quadrupel. I don't really get as much coffee. Do you? It's like I get that there's something there that's cutting off the blueberry. Yeah. I I, I taste it. I taste the coffee. Just a little bit. Uh, I didn't give much of the specs for this on the first go around. So it's 9.7% alcohol by volume. There you go. And then on the side of the can, it says Storm Crusher proves that tragedy draws us closer. For every four pack sold, we will donate (laughs) $1 to Hurricane Harvey Relief. The storm is gone. The people of Houston are still here. Cheers to that. Damn, that's pretty. That's pretty wild. Pretty legit. Yeah. Wait, where is is Am- Where is Amagang? I don't think it's in. It's not in Houston, it's in right? Cooperstown. No. Yeah, Cooper's Cooperstown, Cooper's, New York. New York. Oh, so that's it's a, cool. It's basically a Hurricane Harvey freaking beer. Wow, Storm Crusher. It's all coming together now, and the devil and angel coming together to fight against the real evil. Yeah, but water. it's true. It's yeah, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, there's not, it doesn't feel like there's like a whole lot of carbonation. Like it's just liquid. It's just there True. right when you drink it. So in that sense, it kind of almost feels more like a porter or something. It does feel dense like a porter. It's like be. dense like a porter, but it has that blueberry and it's like, it's just this weird red purple color. 
it's 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 like a combination of a few things that just is kind of throwing me off. Dude, for sure. It's the blueberry tastes out of place for sure. Yeah. And it's like taking me a second to like figure out if I should be appreciating that or not. Yeah. It's grown on me since I've started drinking it. Yeah. But when my first sip, I was just like, that's like I ate a blueberry after taking a sip of coffee. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's we'll, we'll see how it shapes up near the end of the okay. show. Okay. Okay. Right. What about you, Chase? How's Give that, me that whistle how's pig. That pig's whistle? This is delicious shit, dude. Really? Yeah. This is fantastic. Is like, there you go. Pour it up more. Um, I'm gonna have to slow down after this. <laughs> Definitely can't drink anymore because it also sleek, sleep or fucking slinks up quickly because it's a hundred proof. Right. Um, yeah, it's fantastic, dude, and it's it's welcome. It's almost like a celebration whiskey. I actually just finished the book Aesthetic Theory yesterday morning, um, and I'm like, I'm still riding that high. Nice. You've been reading that book for like four years, so that's crazy. For about a year, it's easily the most difficult book I've ever read. You finished it. Damn, nice. I made awesome. I had I think thirty two thousand nine hundred and fifty six words in my notes uh after when after it was all done. That's pretty wild because I just wrote like a seven hundred page summary for this homework assignment and it was (laughs) arduous enough. So (laughs) I can only imagine how much work you put into that. That's That's pretty wild. It must be nice to like do a new game plus and then like walk into a room and be like, Whoa, what the I must have skipped this part. And then you're like, oh, this is awesome. There's like a cute little side quest on the side. Oh, this yeah. is one of my new favorite characters. It's awesome. Yeah. So that must be yeah. really cool. No, for sure. Alrighty, guys. We're sticking to a theme here, okay? Are we? It's a spooky time of the spooky year. Spooky dookie. It's very spooky. It's Halloween time. Yeah. Okay, so I thought it would only be fitting to test your Halloween knowledge. Okay. Because today, it's quiz time. Quiz time. Okay. The theme of the quiz, All Hallows' Eve. All right. Halloween. Nice, dude. This all is right. interesting. This is going to be pretty good. All right. So I've got a few questions here. I've got eight and a bonus question if we need it. All right. Who knows? This work? One of you might be the king, you know? So we got, we got eight questions numbered one through eight. Okay. I'm going to start with one of you. I'm going to ask you to give me a number. I will read you that question again, eliminating the meta of mm-hmm. me giving you hard or easy questions because some of these <laughs> are going to be gimmies. It's the nature of the game. I like how you like have to evaluate the fairness. Of For it. sure. Well, it's been put into question in the past. <laughs> so naturally, I'm putting it all out there, right? Okay. If you have a point, you can opt to steal one time during the game. Okay. All right, that's fair. And it's multiple choice, so I will give you four possible answers for each one. Okay. Everybody understand the rules? Quiz Everybody time! Ready? Quiz time! Go! All right, I don't remember who one last time i think it was me then no i'm gonna let you get the first question in here buddy okay because yeah, we did the radiohead game right that's true <laughs> one through eight sir seven wow okay wow. wow number seven in hong kong <laughs> halloween <laughs> celebrations are known as yulang meaning the festival of mischievous slash fiendish whims hmm Resolved grievance, dancing spirits, or hungry ghosts. It's the festival of one of those things. What was the first first answer? It's mischievous slash fiendish whims. I'm going to go with that one. Eh? Yeah. What makes you say that one? Because Hallow's Eve is mischievous and fiendish. Yeah, this is true. It's very, yeah. So is that what we're going to go with? Yeah. And it looks like your partner would have gone with the same answer. Not as well, you both would have lost. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. 
Was it the third one? No. Fuck. One. It was. Uh, Yulon is actually the festival of hungry ghosts. Hungry ghosts. That's because on Yulon, you actually put uh, food outside of your house <laughs> in order to uh, placate the vengeful spirits that are coming back for you on that day. They'll come back <laughs> and be like, look how they're vengeful and you're like dude. biding your time with a dish. Yeah, right? It's he not like hey, your family's like, oh. coming back and you make them food. That's yeah. got to be like the homeless person's favorite holiday. Yeah. Oh my God. That's <laughs> the yeah. best. The spirits loved everything. Yeah, wow. Spirits shit all over the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> oh boy. I'll take number two, Max. Number two, you got it. All right. One, one of the best Halloween movies, okay? The movie, Halloween, obviously, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But did you guys know that due to the tight budget of the very first film, the mask that they used was actually a painted mask. A mask that was painted white, and this mask originally depicted what famous actor in a famous role? Was wow. it Harrison Ford from Star Tra- or from Star Wars? <laughs> was it <laughs> William Shatner from Star R- Trek? Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my God! Was it Robert De Niro from Taxi Driver, or was it Al Pacino from Scarface? God damn it, man! That's really cr- pretty incredible because I honestly don't really see any of the f- those faces in the mask. They put a lot of doctor. I thought it was gonna be that. like Bill Murray or something. Oh, that would have been a good one to put on here to fool you guys. Yeah. Damn I'm it. gonna go with D. Um, I think it was what Al, Al, Pacino? Al Pacino. Al Pacino from Scarface. Yeah, if, I just feel like that might give it the most structure for what it is. I know you don't have a point, but I'm gonna guess uh, Star Trek. Who is that again? William Shatner. William, William Shatner. Shatner. That's all right. I'm gonna guess. Well, have you had a point? <laughs> or if you had a point to wager, you'd have a point on the board. But unfortunately, really? it was yeah. not. The correct answer is William Shatner from Star Trek. Okay. Positive uh, reinforcement already for the age, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get right in there. Apparently, he did not know during time of filming. Uh, but when he found out, he was, quote, honored. So. Huh. Yeah, I'd be able, cool yeah. yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's a pretty tight guy. All right. He'll let us lie to you, Hunter. Um, number uh, four. One, three, four. Four. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. We all love jack-o'-lanterns. We all love carving them. Of course. All right? Yes. But imagine really carving the largest pumpkin ever measured, which was grown by Norm Craven in 1993. Craven? And weighed, mm. Yeah, which is a very fitting name. Yeah. 1993. Yeah, this is fresh. All right? Uh, and weighed about roughly how many pounds? Was it 134 pounds? Mm-hmm. Was it 302 pounds? Mm-hmm. Was it 511 pounds? Mm-hmm. Or was it 836 pounds? There's a monster. Oh boy, that's a big old pumpkin, man. I'm going to say 536. Is that what it is? Well, it's 511, but you're going for the 500 one? Yeah. Right? Yeah. You think it's that big, Chase? I think it's bigger, dude. You think you it, think it might bigger? be the 800? I think it you think might it, be D, dude. You think it would have been 800 pounds? Wow. Half a ton? Man, you guys are better at stealing than answering questions <laughs> for sure. Because if you had a point, Chase. I thought you were trying uh, to bait me with the 800. I know. Yeah. There is a little bit of metal. I know. I'm yeah. smart. <laughs> That's actually what I was trying to do. I know, Hunter. You. Fuck you. <laughs> sure. I do consider the other the <laughs> ordering of my answers and everything considered. All right, all right, Chase. No points on the board. I've already. What number did Hunter go with? He went with four. So we got three left. We got Give me five. one left. You got five. Okay, cool. All right, Chase. Now you love ancient times. You love Dark Souls for sure. 
Yeah, right. the two are the same. One in the same. Yeah, right. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're so, a difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to reiterate myself there. Well, during the ancient festival of Samhain, which was the original. Fuck yes. Hell is Eve, right? Uh, druids were said to throw what? Druid. Into a f- druids were <laughs> said to throw what into a fire as a part of a divination proceedings. Yeah, this is right? fucking metal. Was it A, cattle bones? Was it B, broken arrows? Was it C, live cats? <laughs> Was it D, locks of their or their loved one's hair? D is a little too poetic. Too poetic for the ancient times. They're druids. I don't like cats line up too thematically. <laughs> well, I mean, the, oh, I thought it was just in general. Not a big can of cats I myself. I don't like cats. Uh, not about to answer for them. <laughs> line up a little too thematically, and I don't think they're doing live shit at this point. But I definitely think that the animal aspect is still involved, so I'm going to go with the cattle bones. Eh? Cattle bones. Cattle bones. Cattle bones. <laughs> Hunter, are you looking at me? Like, you want to tell me something. You look distressed, dude. Like, you want to so say cattle something. bones was kind of what I thought, but I'm right. also was particularly... My my interest was piqued by the uh, locks of hair. Interesting. So I'm going to say locks of hair. So you like the romantic nature of locks? I think of they're hair. quite poetic druids. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, there's poetic druid. There's nothing too poetic about murdering live cats, though. Damn and it! And that's dude. what they would do: is throw them into the fire. That's <laughs> where they would burn alive. And thus Halloween. <laughs> and now you have candy Halloween. Oh man! Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. No points on the board. Four questions yeah, left. Yeah, man, we're getting... This is like Google game all over. <laughs> yeah, I might have made it. Yeah. I would rather be playing this game. Yeah, yeah this <laughs> game, at least there's a fighting chance. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, oh, hey. Wow. Hey. Take it easy. Yeah, hey. Take it easy. What question would you like to go with? One. We have... Okay, well, let's go with one. He already knows, okay? All right. Including the David Gordon Green installment, which premieres this or the, this October 19th, how many Halloween movies have been made since its original installment in 1978? It's a nice question. Good question. Honest question. You can kind of like gauge, you know, by the time period. Was it eight films? Was it 11 films? Was it 13 films? Or was it 18 films? 13 jumped out at me, but 11 seems a little more sensible. I'm going to say 11. 11. Yeah. Feeling Still, the same way. even if it's eight, that's fucking preposterous. That's a lot of films. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a lot of films. though, dude. That's, that's yeah, 40, 40 years ago. That's yeah. crazy. A while ago, for sure. Did it take them, them 40 for years? hitting the fucking 40-year date on the year. Yeah. Getting Takes pretty close, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, it did take 40 years for them to come up with 11 different ways. Yes. Dude, you didn't even definitely. give him time to fucking ruminate on it. <laughs> Let him, yeah. You didn't write in Secrets. You know what? Me. I should have. All right. Maybe I'll try that with you. And Jay. we're going to commercial okay, break. And we'll yeah. come back. That's right your final answer? This. Well, it better be. The winner is you got a John's new car. friend Paul's former friend, Sarah. You won. Right. What, uh, Hunter, you won. Uh, Hunter, what number did you pick? You picked I picked one. 11? Which means oh, that we have, see. you can I'll, do. Then I'll take eight. Eight, all the way down at the end here. He's okay. my palindromic brother here. According to the National Retail Federation, in 2017, the average American consumer spent roughly how much money on Halloween costumes, cards, and or candy? Nice. Good stat. All right. Now, was it 28 smackers? 
was it dollars? Thirty-three nice. buckaroons. No way. Was it sixty-seven dineros? Come on. Or was it eighty-six greenbacks? Eighty-six. It should have been more. Sure. You think if it's you're more. buying like how candy much money did you average? spend? The average person, dude. We're talking about candy costumes and what was the other one? Cards, which cards, I've never sent dude. somebody a Halloween card, but. Yeah, you have Halloween haven't. cards. People celebrate in their own way, Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let people be themselves. <laughs> you jerk. All right. <laughs> I, just, do you I don't know because, uh-huh. yeah, the average to me is like, does that mean it's not my experience where the majority of people doing Halloween shit are like families? Or is it more my experience where once every four years I buy a plastic mask? I don't know. I'm hey, going with D. Well, he's going over 86, which means he's including all the babies who didn't spend anything. Yeah. I'm not going to wager, but... The thirty is it thirty three? Yeah, thirty three. I would have said thirty three. I think more families and stuff are creative with um, their How costumes and stuff, so they'll be able to like come up with over, low man. cost. So, well, still, I mean, with a kid, not really. You give them a <laughs> <million bus on, laughs> yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. Reduce to me. You just get yeah. some spray, oh, some <laughs> face paint, and a wig, and a <laughs> freaking vest. <laughs> Did you hear that, that is, Darren? Yeah. Session's <laughs> over. over. <laughs> Sweet, right? We won. <laughs> we, we won, dude. We did it. <laughs> oh, well, if the recession's over, guys, then how come people are spending $86 Damn. on there we, we needed that, dude. We got a and game it's, now. It's firing up. Like okay. It was 67 bucks like three years ago. Okay. So that's, wow. It's only getting crazy. Inflation. Yeah, that must be yeah. it. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows, all right? Well, boy, all right, let this me recession stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the recession's done. Luxury spending's at an all-time high. All right, we got two more questions. Okay, We okay. got two points on the board, which is good. All right, so the birthplace of Halloween. <laughs> well, I'm just going to give you that one. Yeah, give all me right, that cool, one, gotcha. I guess, yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. The birthplace of Halloween can be traced back to what nation? Okay. Was it Scandinavia? Was Scandinavia. it Ireland? Was oh. it... Yugoslavia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Dude, you got to commit, Max. I'm not you really can't just sure. fucking bitch out like that, like dude. Czechoslovakia. <laughs> no, so I could just let's go, let's go through that in the regular ones, okay, all right? Okay, I got okay. Scandinavia, uh-huh. Ireland, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. <laughs> <Or> Yugoslavia. <laughs> Transylvania. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, so, or E Transylvania. Man, so I'm between Yugoslavia and Scandinavia. You fucking racist. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't think it's just because they're metal. Uh huh. Um, I don't really think it's Czechoslovakia. Um, I feel like that would have been brought up whenever I went to the Czech Republic. <laughs> I would have um, heard about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would have said that in my face. Something about how we're American. That's cool. Halloween. Hey, what did oh, you you're do, American? Dude? Well, guess what? You're welcome. Happy 31st. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. Okay, so I'm going to say Scandinavia. Scandinavia. Pretty metal, metal area of town. I mean, Chase, you have a point. You could put it all on the line right now. That's true. But I would, I'm not going to wager. I would have gotten Yugoslavia. All right. Well... Neither of you went to Ireland, which is weird no because that's the birthplace way. of the first Halloween. I thought you were saying that like the Druid shit was like the first Halloween. <laughs> oh, you think rituals didn't come from Catholic think lands? Celtic, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Celtic <laughs> Druids, <laughs> definitely there. 
Yeah, I hear Irish hate cats. Yeah, so. that's for sh- damn sure. <laughs> all right. Cats are on their flag. Chase, you could win it all <laughs> right now. But you do have to tell me that despite their iconic associations with pumpkins, the first ever jack-o'-lantern was carved out of A, turnips, B, tree stumps, C, potatoes, or D, wet clay pots before they dried. I'm going to say potatoes. The fact that it it came from Ireland... You've already got that association, but I was thinking I was like, it, I would go for a fruit over like or like a you know some sort of edible uh, material right. over something like a tree stump. Uh, I was trying to wait to see if something could be hollowed out, but I wasn't necessarily hung out hung up on like, oh, it's gonna have to be hollow to be a jack o' lantern. Like I'm sure people just painted faces on things. Right. Um. Fuck, dude. I don't know. That makes potato sound a little too. Just I'll just go with the gut. I'll do potato. Hunter. You have a chance here. So I flip-flopped all over the place when you started (laughs) um, bringing up answers. So before you started naming any of the answers, I originally was just like, it's got to be a tree or something. Okay. And then you said turnip, and I was like, oh, shit. I could see that, too. (laughs) And then you brought up tree stump, reinforcing tree. (laughs) And then it was a potato. I was like, god damn it, Ireland. (laughs) So (laughs) what a flurry of emotions. That went through your body. You I, have I'm no sorry I was idea. looking at Chase when it happened because I'm sure you were freaking out. Um, if it's a clay pot, I'm going to be fucking <laughs> Um <laughs> I'm going to go with the my original gut, and I'm going to try and steal here. Okay. Nice. And I'm going to say tree. Oh, say man. Tree. I think you might be right, too, because like even in The Nightmare Before Christmas, there's all the doors are in trees, and like who knows? Maybe that was some fucking callback. But I think the, the odds would say potato because of Ireland, but... Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna fucking go for it. So you're saying, so you are wagering your point, right? Yeah, I'm wagering. Which means that if you get this Dick wrong, on the table, dude. Dick is on the table. <laughs> Holy cow! He's ready for the robot brothel. <laughs> smell of the fridge is back. <laughs> well, guys, you know what that smell might be? It may have some rotten turnips in there. No. Because let me tell you. Okay. Fuck. Right. Were the first thing. So I lost. Yeah, dude. Just, I'll limp across the finish line. The line. Oh. And let me tell you, guys. The original answer to C was apples, but I just switched it to potatoes. Oh my god! We just talked about Ireland, so well done. Just want to let you guys know where I am at on the meta. (laughs) Here, he's so proud of himself that he's like dishing (laughs) all the details. I gotta let you know for sure where it came from. Surpass this. (laughs) Yeah, do not even try. All right, but thank you so much, gentlemen, for playing the game. Happy Halloween! That was fun. That was good. That's a fun game. Halloween is a fun time of year. Yeah, for sure. Congratulations, Chase. You weren't. Thank you, Max. I'm gonna wear it briefly with pride. Yeah, (laughs) please. Still Halloween until the next one. All right. Well, enough with this game stuff. Let's get serious and go on over to the mail corner, where I'm sure we have a bunch of really serious questions for us. That is absolutely correct. Seems that Dunter has monopolized (laughs) a good bit of the bag with three or uh, two rather questions. The first one. Wants to know, what are the top three ice cream flavors? Is this easy? Or is this... Are there contentions here? I think it's like a very... It's a a thing where your answer might not reflect what you actually get. (laughs) What? Like, I eat vanilla ice cream. I'm sorry. But is that a top top flavor? Is it? I think if you're going to add a vanilla-like flavor, there's two directions. You take a sweet cream direction, or you mm, take beautiful. like a 
stracciatella gelato type of direction. Right. Hmm. I'm a truest, man. I mean, sweet cream, I grew up on that. I'm okay like, with putting sweet cream in the top three. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Well, okay. Okay. Sweet cream's okay. in there. That's fair. Okay. Because so you also got to consider like where the idea of flavors lie. Because you mm. get some pretty zany stuff. Yeah. With like Ben and Jerry's. But I'm not going to be like Dude, American Baskin Dream Robbins is still open up is the stores, best. man. Yeah, for sure. And they have 150 flavors somehow or something. Yeah. Who knows? Because usually like what for me makes something a really dank ice cream is not necessarily just the flavor. It's but it's all the other stuff. Yeah, everything that's in there, right? It's the goops the mixture, and the gobs and the together. swirls and the mixies. We're a melting pot right. of a country. <laughs> At this point, ice cream is no longer the treat in and of itself. It is the material with which <laughs> yes. the entirety of the it's painting the medium. can be perceived. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Um, do you guys want to go for like a flavored one? Because immediately I go to like peanut butter chocolate uh, types of um, types like of flavors. But chip, I do like dough, kind of Rocky Road oh, mint chocolate chip. See, I'm not a mint Ooh, guy. Ooh, mint chocolate chip, dude. I could oh, triangulate on Hunter Fuck with that one. There yeah. we go. Boom. We could overpower your decision God right now. <laughs> That's pretty solid, dude. I think you get a good strongly mint chocolate chip. Mint. There we go. Come on, guys. <laughs> Let me guess, Hunter. Actually, no, I won't make assumptions. <laughs> But yeah, let me guess something about you, Hunter. Is Only the vanilla, chocolate chip. just vanilla, you piece of shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you like pecan. <laughs> is, the, is the mint chocolate chip ice cream you're eating green or not green? Uh, I don't eat mint. <laughs> yeah, so I would never I eat that eat trash. When you think of mint chocolate, I think of green? green, yeah. Okay, that's your that's, first problem. Yeah, of course. That's definitely a faker mint. Right? Well, look, okay, tee us up for the next one then. Get round us okay, out. Okay, yeah. Boom. We got right, two. The thing that I think of is closer to along the lines that you were saying, which would either be like chocolate chip cookie dough or like uh, Rocky Road or something. Yeah, and Rocky Road's one of those is that like it's but technically one of those cream? amalgamation flavors, but it's more but it's socially kind of, considered. Yeah, it as is like a, a universal flavor. Like yeah. it's, it's you like you know what I mean? Yeah, it's universally accepted. It's, it's like the Nelson Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Everybody just believes Everyone it. Everyone just believes it, even though it's not true. Yeah. Because you have like Cherry Garcia and stuff, and that's like very simple combinations. But I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what that is. That's I guess true. it's got cherry in it. I don't know what the you Garcia part is. No, I no, can no, tell no. you what Rocky Road is. That's what I'm trying that's to say. That's true, yeah. I always thought cinnamon ice cream was good, too. Oh, I mean, God, that's no. fucking weird. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to shit on me with your mint bullshit. Cinnamon and... ice cream? Yes. Let's yes. Not, a, not a strong Let's rebuttal, my friend. See who likes mint all right, chip poll. over all you cinnamon smart, ice cream. <laughs> clever, knowledgeable people. Cinnamon oh ice cream Please or mint chocolate message chip. Message the show and let us know about that for sure. Dude, I can even Get, do like a cotton candy. Spice no. enough. That's a little wild. I, no sherbet. I literally say, let's just let <laughs> let's let the poll decide. You want the the poll decide? What's yeah. the poll between? The poll is between mint chocolate. Well, we already had, well, we already said, so. dude. <laughs> you can't take mint out. No, from, I'm saying solidified. It. <laughs> right, so I want the support sure. of the people okay. for chocolate chip mint. Right. Whatever the fuck that is. No banana pudding? No nothing like that, guys? Banana pudding? Wait, 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 wait. What is the poll? What's the dichotomy here? I want to know if the listeners think that chocolate chip mint, is that it or a mint chocolate chip? Is there a difference? (laughs) If that is... is It's not a sauce. (laughs) More highly highly regarded than like a cinnamon. All right, that's fair. Flavored ice cream. We can say that. And then what do we want the last spot to be? The cookie dough or chocolate? I mean... I don't know, dude. <laughs> don't put this on me, man. 
I would no, say that, Rocky Road. Let's say it right now. What about Rocky cake Rocky batter? Because people will understand cake batter at least. I don't know if they'll understand yeah. sweet cream. Yeah, it's all right. You've divided us all. Sweet cream is in there. Yeah, sweet cream's in. Okay, we all decided. We were unanimous let's just, let's about say that. that. Sweet cream, Rocky Road, chocolate chip, and cinnamon are the top three, right? Okay. So let's yes. just go ahead. You happy, say, Hunter? Cinnamon's yeah, not in the top three. I'm just saying it's better than chocolate chip mint. I'd rather do Rocky well, that Road. Would, that would make it in the top three if you put it above the secured well, Rocky spot. Rocky Road has too much chip. going on. There's just too much. Yeah, dude. If you dialed it back, you'd be able to enjoy it more. Yeah. All right, you simpleton. Oh man. Thank you. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Thank you, Dunter, for the argument. Clear. It's now ripping through us. Yo, our next question though is from Mandy herself. Okay. It's always good to hear from the Mandy. Hi, Mandy. She wants to know from Hunter and Max. After Brethren becomes a hit. Would yes. you consider turning it into a video game? And if so, what time of video game would it be? Oh, man. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about this. We have. Um, I think naturally we think that it would be a cool just 2D fighting game. There are some cool characters. Yeah. It would make it cool. But that seems like that's so It would be easy. a limited roster. but It would be like a solid 10 playable yeah. characters. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But, I mean, what... I feel like you're not a big fan of like RPGs. Doesn't mean it's that because I don't want to. Because Ma- dude, Max, you have only played <laughs> one genre now for yeah. like most of your gaming life. And it's yeah. becoming it was already frustrating about 3 years ago <laughs> and like that frustration is reappearing in me with more intensity, dude. Like please, Look, for the love I of am, God. I am willing to step outside the box. There's some games on the horizon. Like Red Dead uh, Redemption Two, that looks awesome. Yeah, it's like in a couple that, weeks. Yeah, it's true. That's that on the cool. that's right in front of your doorstep. But also, Soul Calibur Six comes out in like two days. That's a fighting game, dude. What? <laughs> There's a story in there. That well, could be cool. what do you when you think of Brethren? What game comes to mind outside of just maybe a two D two D fighting game? Dude, I don't know. I mean, it would have to be like a story driven. RPG or not RPG, but like story-driven action game, but it just wouldn't be that fun. Yeah, because there's a lot of drama, and it doesn't translate over to an action game. Yeah, I mean, the what we're trying to leverage in the show is more, um, you know, interesting plot like developments and drama. What about as opposed to just like cool action? What about if we just skipped the first act and we went to act two? I like how we're talking very, like, just us. Like, nobody else knows what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> well, that's literally how it is. Because, Mandy, I'll tell you right now, I don't even know the name of the main, the name of the main characters. <laughs> they may talk to other people about it. I know fucking that's nothing not about this three-year project. We don't talk to very many people. I don't talk to very many people at all. All right, got to keep this in, in the hands. second arc, it's sort of like seven Whoa. years after. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they got volumes. We do. There are. There are volumes. We have a second arc. And it's like seven or five years into the show. And um, you basically have these, like, this tribe that lives in a wooded forest area. And they're trying to, like, basically figure out where this, like, majestic sort of fucking area is so that they can uh, figure out how to become, like, stronger from it. They don't really know what they're going to find with it. Um, that would be pretty cool. You could like find out a way to like do missions and stuff by yeah. like 
building, you can make that more making into a, a game. bigger. Yeah, you could take cues from like Annihilation and be like trying to find the border of this fucking mm-hmm. space. And then yeah, what well, we have taken cues from Annihilation. Yeah, yeah, sure. we saw Annihilation. We talked about it for sure, yeah. implementing it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that would be a kind of a cool idea. Maybe like a turn-based strategy on that or something. Yeah, that Max, would be your fun. favorite turn-based strategy. Yeah, How about turn-based that? strategy. That sounds action-packed and competitive. <laughs> cool. <laughs> God. Thank you. So, no, just kidding. <laughs> Thank you so much for the Thank question. Thank you, Mandy. Mandy. Let's uh, let's put the kibosh there. We'll come back to more questions later. Boom, Thank you for listening in. I do want to say that Tony Wozni, he's becoming the man. He's Oh, man. He hit us up on... Uh, or no, no. He posted on Twitter lately. I got to give him a shout out. And his rank in DBFZ is like in the 600,000s. Oh, so nice. dude, dude is grinding. Play and against I, this dude. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like, we, I feel like Hunter needs to challenge this guy. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. No, I would love to have a little, a little Tony Wozni challenge. A little scuffle. A little Try scuffle to see if he can Tony. get through the, the three kings. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> banter. We three kings. We three kings. Don't play that game as much as we used to. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still willing to play, for sure. Because I dabble still. Uh, all right. So what are your, what's your final verdict on this, on this beer? Sir. It's just a little too weird for me, man. Too much, man. Too outside the box. Yeah. It's, it, the, the comfort the zone, you can't. The, if it was just like a hint of blueberry, I could do it. Um, it's just like it's so flavored that it doesn't feel like a quadru- quadruple at all. Right. Like there doesn't really have that much of that Belgian-y in it. And like I'm a gang, usually like when I have their stuff, I feel like whenever they go for a type of beer, like they usually nail it. But this is like, I'm, it's just so flavored and so like... It's nine point seven percent alcohol by volume, so it's clearly packing a punch there too. Right, but it's just like thick and flavored, so it doesn't really come across as a as a Belgian quadruple very right. well for me. I don't. I wouldn't say it's like bad. It's just like not at all my style. I think that I was gonna say that we have differing opinions, but at the end of the day, we're both just coming it from the opposite sides of the spectrum, hmm. which is I think that you're saying that like it's pretty good. It's just not for you, right? And I, I like this. I like the beer. I think it's opened up a lot for me. I think that the blueberry has gone down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that like there is a gimmicky aspect to the idea of taking such like estranged flavors and putting them together. Yeah. Right. And that alone will give your beer uniqueness because of just the, the weird combination. Yeah. But that being said, I don't want to stifle creativity. <laughs> and I want people to do whatever they want with these beers. And I want to be able to look outside of that perspective and say it's not a gimmick. They're trying to do a new flavor. And when they do that, I appreciate it more. I think it's it's a lot better than I thought. It's gotten better with the time that I've drank it. I think it's gotten better as it's opened. Right, I will admit that. I think that the thickness and like that porterness that I was tasting at the beginning was a lot more about the coffee, which has evened out a lot. I think that like at the back of my throat, it feels like a tripel. I feel like I can feel it in my nose too as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm for it. I may not order it again. It's definitely like a heavy hitter because of not only it's like weight as a beer, but also just as its flavor profile. But yeah. I appreciate it. I like okay. it. So you're digging a little more. I'm digging it a little bit more. Okay. Chase, how much you digging that pig whistle? Look, anytime I've got a pig's whistle to my lips, yeah, I'm thinking about one thing and one thing only, What's and that? that's the rye. This is a 100% rye whiskey <laughs> drink, so... it's a, Sorry, guys. I got it. No, no, no. That's good. I did the best I could. Um, <laughs> it's so it's a rye whiskey, and... I can tell you in very general terms that like it's just super enjoyable to drink. It's easy to drink despite how alcoholic it is. 
And that's fantastic because it does a couple things. It allows you to give a glass of this to a new whiskey drinker and, and explain like this is the taste of rye whiskey because this is like the ultimate example of it. Like because it is pure, it's the only flavors to contend with, but this is the depth that a single grain can bring. And mm. it's hot when you start drinking it and when it's still a little warm maybe, but as it opened up with like the ice that I put in it, it just like it lost all of its edge and became just super like silky and waxy in the mouthfeel and like just wonderfully sweet, but still warm and like aromatic. And it was just such an amazing like feeling experience, like the actual feeling of my sinuses and my and, and the way that it filled my mouth with its flavor and stuff. And so the pig's whistle, the pig's whistle. Once it gets in there and it lets its load go, you're going to know that's not even a <laughs> once it ejaculates the flavor everywhere. So that's two it's thumbs a euphemism. up for me, dude. <laughs> the DLC was good. Yeah, that sounds it sounds delicious. It sounds worth the, the 20 bucks. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and yet here we are denying these robot sex brothels. <laughs> And we can have experiences like these. Oh, man. Uh, but thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining me on the show. Yeah, that was it's a good one. nice to get the gang back together. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, if you want to hear more of the gang, yeah. all right, you can go to the gang's website, www.thegangshow.com. No, www.wittybantershow.com. We have everything there, all the episodes, all the ways you could email into the show if you don't have a traditional email account. Yeah. You can Tony Wozniak. Tony. Uh, and then if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at Witty Banter Show on Twitter. You can follow Chase specifically at Bodacious Chase. You can see pictures of his new tat looking mm-hmm. pretty good. Engagement-y pictures as well, which are also really nice and beautiful. Those are there too. Yeah, all of us, like all there. If you follow me, probably won't see anything probably from the last like six months or so. It's been a while since I've been on Twitter. But yeah. I'd still appreciate it if you just came and checked it out. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Validate. Uh, his moral yeah, high ground. Absolutely. <laughs> Just remember that he's better than all of us. He doesn't yeah, for sure. Need remember it. that. I, yeah, my meta is far superior than everybody except. Now that Hunter. he's thinking clearly, the games are just preposterously good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but if you're talking about the higher plane of thinking, you might want to go check out Crypto Diesel, which is Hunter's YouTube channel, where he's been firing out episode after episode of raw, uncensored material. <laughs> uncensored. It's entirely, wild yes. stuff, man. <laughs> Some say it's the pig whistle of the uh, Bitcoin community. A lot of people are saying that for sure. Uh, but very, yeah, some fun and interesting and informative videos on there as well. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. It's a long night. Yeah, Let's go ahead and one. beat up boop out of here. Beat up. See you next week. Beat up beep boop. Witty Bantle.